And we are back. Couch Company Podcast. I'm John. With me as always, Tyler. Hey, I think you might have messed up my the music timing. I have it keyed to the and we're back, not and we're back. But if I double it, it should be okay, right? Instead of one bar, it's just going to be two bars. I don't think I do bars. You have to. Nah, I just turn it off. You can do bars, but I turn off the bars. No, like bars of music, like measures. I'm talking bars of the program. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're talking two different things, but yeah, like instead of one measure. <laughs> yeah, 4-4. Four, four. Is it 4-4? Four, four? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So Te- technically, technically, you had to pick one. It's like it's technically. It's either 2-4 four or 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. yeah, true. Um, anyways, we are back, and we were having an interesting discussion yeah. previously before we started recording, and we realized... We should probably just be recording this. <laughs> so we hit the record button. We're going to jump back into a middle of a conversation. Yeah. But we were talking about theology. Uh-huh. Uh, as, as we do. As we as do. As a video game podcast. As a video game podcast. Christian Couch. Very. It, it, we're bringing back the Christian Couch a little bit here. Tyler was kind of discussing some of the questions he had as a kid that there's a lot of trouble answering those types of, of questions. So one of them being about is it loved ones or is it kind of anyone you're close to it yeah it's the whole like when you go to heaven and it's it's perfect devoid of sadness right and different things like that and it, it was is it, a kid i mean even now like i don't want to <clears> just <throat> pull off of my younger self but it's like it was very hard to grasp the concept of the the absence of sadness when like, you know, your loved ones aren't there or your even your, like your pets aren't there or right. like, you know, cause like some people love their pets more than humans. Right. Yep. So if, you know, as I was taught in, <laughs> as a kid, like if pets don't have souls, they can't go to heaven. Only humans can go to heaven and that sort of thing. Um, and it would be the same thing with like loved ones. Like if you don't accept God in your heart, like you go to hell. Right. And that's a very different place than, Heaven. I've heard that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. there. So it's it's this thought of okay, if it's perfect, then what? Like how how can you comprehend that? Like what what is perfect then? Do you have these like versions of mm. your loved ones there that you're just happy and you're everything's great? It doesn't like you're, you're great, right? Um, that can't be the case because then well then it doesn't matter, right? About accepting like you know trying to get your loved ones into heaven and and, you know explain god to them and different things like that right but then the other thing would be like okay but then do you just not like are you transcendent and you it it doesn't matter right like so like is it you're it's so nice and so perfect that you just don't care about not having the other people with you yeah that and that that gets really sad sure but it's devoid of sadness well like here's the thing like it's tough, and I try to, when I have conversations about heaven with people, you know, it's hard not to think of, like, the stereotypical kind of way we perceive heaven, where, yeah. oh, we're just hanging out with all our pets and our Pearly, loved ones. Pearly Gates, Golden Streets. Pearly Gates and yeah. the clouds, whatever. I mean, Everyone like, has maybe, a mansion. Maybe not that, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. w- the only way we can comprehend it is to relate it to the consciousness that we have now. Mm-hmm. So our senses, how we perceive the world, right? But that's not going to exist. We're, we're not going to see anything. We're not going to 
touch anything. You know what I mean? It, it, it has to be different because we're not going to have theoretically our vessels, which is our, like our bodies, corporal, our corporal physical. Corporal right. Yeah. Yeah. Cor yeah. Corporeal. Corporeal. I don't know. Yeah, sure. That sounds like a Pokemon. Anyways. Uh, so it's just like, how do you comprehend something like that where you're just an essence and, and you're right. like, is there emotion? Is there emotion in that? Can you feel happy or because the way we perceive emotions, the only, you know, it's, it might be different. It might just be a completely different existence. And but then it, it's like, how do you even, <laughs> well, how do you quantify or, you know, like it's, if that's the case, which I mean, that's that's a very good point. Like it's your it's your soul, your spirit, you know. Yeah. But then you have to make the argument of if we're not going to miss people, if we're not going to feel sadness, if you're not going to feel like, then it's like who like I'm not saying I'm saying that I'm just saying yeah. generally speaking, you can make the argument of well, then who cares? I think I mean, wouldn't there be sadness? Uh, it's there. It's a perfect place. You can't have sadness then. I I. I don't know if that's true. Sadness makes something not, you know, not perfect. Yeah. That's the, I mean, cause like if you think sad, about life, not. sadness is a really important part of life. Let me, let me look. Cause I, there's like a Bible verse kind of ping pong, uh, ping pong around of, my head that uh, okay. I think t speaks to that. But I wonder if like the different versions, there's, you know, obviously a ton of versions of the Bible, right? Yeah. And, I wonder if that impacts a lot of different things too. Like, can you get a lot of different? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Like, so Revelation 21, three to four, um, heaven will be a place of joy, not pain. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. So okay. yeah, if you want to nitpick it or no, try to no like pain, yeah, go in there. Sure. Yeah, it's tough. But, I mean, right. Like, because I, I thought, I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert on this stuff, so pff, grain of salt, obviously. But I, you know, I thought that God had the capability of being sad for people. Because, like, think about it. Like, we're all his children, right? Uh-huh. And if you're a parent, it's feasible that your kid could turn from you and hate you. Yeah. You know, and that's, that feels bad, I would imagine. I I would so expect that like yeah. and that happens so it's like you know but I mean obviously God is supposed to be just transcendent above everything but you yeah. you know one would think because he's very caring creator mm -hmm. you know yeah that he would have the capability of being sad yeah right like yeah he he wants the best for everyone but he gives us free will sure but we he also knows how everything ends up. Yeah. So as you're creating like a baby, you're like, oh, this is little baby Hitler ain't gonna yeah well, do some good. That was that was you a know? good one. That was yeah, that was a bad guy. Yeah. I I guess. I mean, but well, okay, let's think about this. The reason we have free will, I guess, is because we ate from the apple, right? Or was that just knowledge mm, no that's just knowledge like so but can you be free if you don't have knowledge i mean this is getting into a super philosophical you know what i mean I've, like are you kind of like is ignorance just bliss then that's that's the situation i mean 
I'm a firm believer of ignorance is bliss. But yeah, yeah, I, I, don't I don't know. You know like, what I mean? Yeah, but that's so that's, we had free will before we got cast out of the garden. Adam, I mean, Adam yeah, was they able had to, to because if we didn't have free will, they never would have been able to eat the, the proverbial apple. True. Yeah, that's forbidden fair. fruit. So okay, so apples I guess get a bad rap, man. Apples do get a bad rap. Anyway, continue. They sorry. ruined humanity. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, the apple is like our Pandora's box. Right? I remember when I when I. This, I don't know if it was a youth group leader or we were like away at camp or something and it was like the biggest shock to my system whenever it was like you know it wasn't an apple you know it just said forbidden fruit we don't know what fruit it was and oh was, really and yeah and I was just like what like does it actually picture, not say apple yeah it's like forbidden fruit or something it never says it's apple it's one of the yeah. uh, like uh, what is it called when everyone kind of thinks misremembers something as like a collective group? consciousness yeah. type thing yeah, yeah. yeah. there's yeah. like a yeah. phrase for it or something um, well, that's every every picture is because it's like you're you're looking at fruit and like a lot of fruit are ugly. Yeah, I think apples are one of the sexiest fruit. Like it's like they're this, very this photogenic, bright red, yeah, crisp blush apple. Like I, I feel like that's Man, a, that's a that would be a great top five top five sexiest fruit. fruit. I don't I don't like that you're using the word sexy here. It's Peaches win. Okay, we can't we can't bring in sexy into the, a biblical discussion. But as I'm saying, I think an yeah. apple is a very good looking fruit. Yeah, I think it photographs well. It's good yeah. color. Yeah, yeah. Dragon fruits are, are interesting, but you could say they're grapes are good, ugly a little bit. Grapes uh, are nice. Gray. Uh, so here's the thing: grapes are good in bunches. Like if you get like a nice grape yes, vine you or whatever, need a bunch. you can't have a single grape. Gra- single grape. Yeah, aren't. but that counts. I don't know. So it has to be a single grape. We're talking a single apple, a single fruit. Uh, I mean, that's because an apple looks best in, by itself. It's I would a, I would say it's, it's a fair assumption, and this is just me saying it. Like that, you need a, a bunch of bananas. Yeah, you know, I yeah, I think that probably looks better than just one banana. Sure, but yeah. a one banana you can still photograph pretty well. We're getting off topic, but what I'm saying is like I'm pretty sure it's not a grape because I'm I, I think that uh, Eve took a bite and then gave it to Adam, who then took a bite. Why you it could have been a whole vine of grapes? She just Maybe, maybe, took a maybe bite but I'm saying, yeah, you just, you can't have, you can't like, can you imagine her eating half a grape and then like, here, have the other half? No, I'm just, yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. And then they got thrown out. It's weird to think too, it's just like, then suddenly you're naked and like you're ashamed and everything. And yeah. It's just like, why? Like, why? What's, animal, animals aren't ashamed. It's just weird. Because they didn't eat from, from the thing. That's a good point. You know what? That's yeah. that's a very good point. That's what different. That's the difference. Why isn't there an Indiana Jones movie where they're we're getting way off topic? Like going back, finding the f- the fruit tree. No, you have to have time machine, like animals and stuff. Yeah. Oh, wasn't the last one about time machine? Yeah. yeah okay. They could go back in time. You like that movie? I still think it's probably not good. I didn't dislike the movie. Okay. That's anyway, fair. I mean, it's hard to do worse than the Crystal Skull. That movie was trash bag. Yeah. That was so bad. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. Anyways, my okay. To bring it back, the thought about free will. It's like okay, if you know God knows the outcome of everything, mm-hmm. but you're saying that contradicts free will. Then I mean, no, I don't. I don't say that it contradicts free will. Okay. So what I'm are saying you, what he are you knows saying? the outcome, but yeah. you're still doing it anyway. So like you, you always but that's get this thing. Like, kind of the beauty of it, right? Like, well, yeah, that's why when people blame, like, oh, well, if God's loving and caring and all this stuff, why is all this bad stuff happening? It's like, well, like, just because he created, like, the, he if if he stopped all that, yeah. we would not have free will, and yeah. that would be a whole other conversation. 
I, I, it's, I mean, it's like I said, how you can't comprehend something that's so omniscient. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just impossible. But I would think that, and free will has to matter, right? So, like at that point, you're like believing in destiny and stuff. Yeah. So you're well, yeah, just a firm like, believer in destiny. Like well, this person is. It has to because if you're saying he knows everything. Yeah. Which means. When I was born, mm-hmm. he knows exactly what I'm going to do. Yes. Which means that's already predestined. Yeah, but you're looking at it from a... It's, There's I, a track. Pre, yeah, but predestined uh, has this idea that you don't have free will. You do have free will. Just because he... But the, I don't. You I do. don't. You do. But he knows. You he, made all the choices, so but he knows. He, he knows, yeah. He knows what choices I'm going to make. But that's that's why you're... The tricky thing with this is, like, if he transcends time and space, which theoretically he does... Yeah. It's like, it is predestined. There kind of is no free will because I'm on a track. But it's your track. So... It is my track. You're looking at it from he creates you and then you have to follow a certain thing. I don't have... I don't have to quote unquote right but i'm going to yeah because he knows but that's no that different than if we ever discover like i could do anything but yeah. i won't i'm gonna do one you know i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do yeah it gets f- messed up right just because the time is weird right time, but, uh, theoretically if we ever unlock that then it would be the same concept where it's just like you know you, you just because he can see your entire timeline. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you didn't have free will to do whatever you wanted. Like he's not, well, here's the other thing with that. He's, if you're not interfering and doing different things, that's fine. But then there's also prayer and there's also like divine intervention and miracles and different things like that too. So it's like, you know, how much of it is like nudging back on track or influencing in some way or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of questions, but then this is the thing is like whenever you ask that as a kid and then like, Adults don't want to have that conversation with kids, right? Because like you're not going to have a theological debate with a child, right? So I think <laughs> yeah. that was that's part of it. And then you mentioned that I had two things. The second one was a little bit darker in that like we were, and I I, I said indoctrinated. That's not that's a negative connotation. But when you're talking about like high level like theological, like you you are bringing Jesus into your heart for. Ever to be saved after death. Yeah. When you're talking to a six year old, like in kindergarten, like I remember uh, in kindergarten doing like this exercise of like, we're doing Sunday or not Sunday, but uh, morning prayer. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, has anyone not accepted God into their heart yet? Raise your hand. And I would never raise my hand because I was just embarrassed. And then eventually I was just so curious on like, well, what happened? So I, like, I raised my hand. And then they usher you into like a different room and you all <laughs> pray together. And then suddenly you're born again and everything. It's just like, I, I truly and fundamentally do not believe that a six-year-old can like comprehend that, right? Yeah. So yeah. Dude, naturally, we can't even comprehend that, right? But like naturally, now. like you're just going to go with the yes. flow. If you're in a Christian school to do all this stuff, everyone else you is doing like you are so impressionable. You're so it's such a like. Of course, you're gonna raise your hand. Of course, you're gonna say the prayer. Of course, you're gonna go through this thing. Yeah. And my question. uh, which I, I would, I want to say maybe I asked him, maybe I was like 12, 14, something like that. But my question was like, okay, like, you know, 
let's say I would, I mean, I did the thing where I was at like a Bible camp. And I remember vividly, like I felt very spiritual at that moment, right? Like tears streaming down my face. It was just like, it was, it was in another place. Yeah. And I feel like I had a very good experience of like, okay, this was the moment that I would officially say that I was like saved, right? Like, and this was years and years and years after I had done the prayer six, seven times throughout church and, you know, private school and different things like that. And it's one of those things like in that moment, it was like, I am fully born again, saved, whatever. But then there's that other thing of like, okay, you can never lose that. Like no one can take that away from you. You are saved and everything. But like, you know, 20 years go by and like, let's say I get like bitter, upset or whatever. And I just start like denouncing it. And I'm just like, I, I want no part of that. Or you just start doing just like horrible thing, you know, like, my question to the youth pastor at that time was like, what happens? Right. Can you become unsafe? Cause like you're telling me I can't, but then you're saying that like you can just go on like a murder rampage and just say, I, I don't want I want to go to hell. I don't want to be whatever. And it's like, and that none of that matters. And it's like, it's just hard to comprehend to me. I don't know. I didn't learn that though. I don't, it didn't really come up. I was not, I guess I wasn't as inquisitive as you, but like it never came up as like, they never told me like, Oh, you're, you're locked in when you're saved. Yeah. Unless I missed that part. But like, think about it. Satan was an angel. Yeah. So you you can fall apparently. Right. Well, angels are different than humans. I mean, they're more, (laughs) they should be more locked in. No, right. Probably, but what right? I'm saying is like, but that was the whole point is like, yeah, you have the fallen angels, but then that's something different than humans in our track. Like angels and humans are very different. I, I understand that. But you would think if an angel who's supposed to be a servant of God or an agent or whatever. Yeah. Can, you know, what's it called? What, well, what I'm saying is like, I was, I was kind of then, taught then that a there dude, are different Then a rules. person could, I would say. Well, you're 100% right. Like, that seems like a logical... It seems very logical. Yes. But... They didn't say that. You should have brought up the Satan argument. I should have brought up the Satan argument. Little Tyler... Five, well, that's... No, it terrified me. And the, yeah. the answer... And I don't want to, like, butcher it, but, like, the answer uh, that I was given was essentially, like, well, if you're worried about that, you you don't have to be worried about it. And it was, like... That's, uh, yeah, it's not because <laughs> in their mind, I guess it's like, well, if I was worried that I'm gonna like misstep or whatever, then I just won't. I'll just I'll be fine. Yeah, and it's just that type of thing. Like I'm not saying I don't agree with it or do whatever, but it's one of those things where it's like I just have questions and being like, just like, oh, just have faith, or oh, just because that's the way it is, or whatever, like that. That carries so far. I I don't feel like you can't be inquisitive, and I feel like already talking about Adam and Eve is like we're taking leaps of faith already just assuming that this is like correct already you yeah, know like right, so it's just right. like I, I'm not trying to be sacrilegious I'm not trying to be it's just, you're, you're trying to have a better understanding of what you've been taught <clears throat> since you were literally born yeah right that's all yeah it, it, here's the thing too man it's like this might be uh, a little out there so but if I like Sometimes I really believe that because you have so many different religions, yeah, and you have so many different kind of beliefs, but a lot of them, if you 
study a lot of different religions, which I don't, but you know, from what I understand, there's, there's overlap in everything, right? Yeah. Um, I know your cousin was talking about, yeah, with like all the floods and the flood stuff. Right. But, and I, I don't go that deep where it's like, I mean, there's something to that though. Right. Where there's a lot of the same messaging. There's yeah. a lot of the same like understanding of like this is good, this is evil, things of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. So my thought is there's a truth out there, right? There's like the truth. And I think religion sometimes is a way of us comprehending mm-hmm. that inherent truth that we all somewhat understand internally that's inherent to us. And I think it just manifests itself in different ways. And I think religion is one of those ways that we, it's like a, a funnel, not a funnel, but like something we can digest it. A funnel is a good analogy. Funnel? Yeah. Cause I, I mean, you're, you're taking a lot of ideas and thoughts and, and, yeah, and we're putting you're, you're it into, focusing it yes, into like yes, a prism type because of, it's, yeah, it's so overwhelming. Yeah. But you know, then there's a lot of holes in, you know, in the theory too. Well, so it's, you know, it's yeah. that, it's not that, you know, well, like the, the other thing that always kind of got to me was like you know like we we have what we consider like the Bible the thing that we mm-hmm. are reading is a is a complete work but right like, there's so many other books that were written that were like deemed like not part of the the Bible so it's like it's a lot of these things where we're never taught that and and maybe it's just you know we get back to the the whole knowledge debate of like okay well like. I'm not saying that the Bible's false by any stretch and, and anything like that, but it's yeah. just like, why were we never shown the other s- stuff that was like written and like, like it, what kind of stuff? Well, like just like other books of the Bible that are in some translations or some things that were like removed from like what we consider the books of the Bible, right? So to speak. So yeah. it's just like. Um, and like, obviously I'm not an expert on any of this stuff because I was never taught it. So it's just like, but when you find that out as a kid, so like growing up, it's like, okay, 12 years of here's your things, here's different holidays. Oh, it's Easter. Okay. He's risen. Okay. He's good Friday. Like all that stuff. Like Christmas, he's birthday. All the wise men are hanging out Christmas day type of thing. Um, and then you, you, as you're getting older and older and older, you start realizing like, Oh, it was an actually Christmas. It was actually this time, and it actually took them this long to do it. And it's like all these like kind of like tidy Bible stories are starting to be kind of like I don't know. The best way I could describe it is like being like stretched out, and like you start seeing all the different fibers that are connecting everything. Yeah. And then you start realizing, oh yeah, this collection of works. It wasn't like I mean, God God was supposed to be speaking through the writers, right? But yeah. Then like there were plenty of other people also writing books. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, but then you also have like the church picking and choosing. And then like how many TikToks are, are talking about like, well, yeah, this is actually what it says. But if you go back to the original translation, this word is only used three times, blah, 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 blah. And like about a quarter every time I heard that stuff. It's just like there are so many opposing, not opposing views, but like uh, contextual things that I think are personally fascinating. And I don't know if it's just like, like Sunday school is is afraid that if those were like made more uh, well known or whatever, that suddenly you're gonna start having people like question things and do different stuff, and it's just simpler to keep it. Like, yeah, 
I well, don't think well, the I don't church, think knowledge is necessarily bad. Right. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't well, know. The church has a dark past, right? Sure. And and there has to be tampering that's that's happened throughout the ages. I mean because I mean like humans are just that's what happens. There's just there's always going to be corruption. Right. And you're going to lose things are going to be lost in translation and what I mean by well literally lost in translation yeah. kind of like cuz like we, what were you saying with like if it's the word of God. Yeah. That's a comprehension thing again. Like there, you're gonna miss something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, but so literally that. But also lost in translation, meaning like maybe they cut things. Maybe like the argument you were talking about. I don't know if we were recording for this, but like with homosexuality, mm-hmm. where there used to be it used to be very black and white in terms of like this is a sin, don't do it. Yeah. But now, like you were saying, I guess Gen Z and stuff. Yeah, one study was like twenty percent are non-binary or or relate to that in some form or fashion. Right. So, like the population is is more gravitating towards that more. Mm-hmm. There's actually an issue where it's like, oh, we're, you know, nobody's going to go to church. Yeah, you're losing your congregation. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like, and you're saying there's been an adjustment. Slight, yeah. Where, where it's, it's like, like maybe, maybe maybe they don't say it's good, but they don't talk about it. Maybe they just redact exactly. it, yeah. and that's kind of what I'm thinking throughout history there's got to be cases of this where they have to adjust because they want to survive mm-hmm. you know yeah but and again like we were talking about before to me I take a very personal approach to religion and spirit you know spirit uh, I don't necessarily like the church as much or organized religion because I really do think like the bigger you get and community is good. Like the community is good sure. having a yeah. community. So I don't want people to think that I don't, I'm not about that. You know, mm-hmm. if you like going to church, I think that can be really great. But I just think if you start having hierarchies. Like you see this in the Catholic church, you start having, you know, the larger the organization is, I just think it breeds corruption, bunch of, you know, bad things. And, I just think there's there's so much more potential if you have that personal relationship with God, you can really sort things out on your own and almost tailor it in a way where it makes more sense to you, right? Yeah, I mean, especially when you're like, people like to nitpick the detail, and I know I was just talking about all these little details of questions and different things like that, but like you know, it's also we're like even because you were talking you're Protestant, right? Or, yeah, so from, from that ish. Presbyterian, I grew Presbyterian, up. Yeah, right. which is well, Protestant. Protestant. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like I, like I said, like my my home church was was non denominational, probably more Baptist leaning, whatever. But it, yeah, it's one of those things. Like even within that, it's splinter, splinter, splinter. Where it's like we're still coming from <laughs> like the bigger, ch- and we just keep getting yeah. like whittled down, whittled down, whittled down. So to well, then, we all came from Catholicism. To, yeah, but it's like splintered off, right? And then yeah, you have a. a so to think that Ton. oh our tiny little splinter of a larger thing is like the actual quote unquote like how you were talking like the single truth of that yeah more or less is how I was taught and raised and it's like this this small view of what religion is is the true thing mm. right and I can understand even like the big kind of the larger points of like okay Jesus is the way the truth and the life no one comes to the throttle about but, but like. It's 
it's all the other little things of like, okay, well, you know, God, they made the world in seven days, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, was it seven days or was it like actual literal days or was it like- hours. Yeah, or was it millions of years and to him, it was, you know, whatever. Like that kind of thinking of like, what what purpose is that to debate or to figure out or to do different things? Um, same thing with like, uh, like revelation and like, does the rapture happen before or after? Like, people that are currently saved, are they going to be through, but like, do they get pulled up before like Armageddon, Armageddon, or do everyone live through it? And then everyone gets like little details of like, even within my own church, people had arguments on or disagreements on or different things like that. So yeah. it's just like, there, there's still questions. Um, and I just think that eliminating the debate not even a debate, but like the discussion or just like, oh, hey, look, th- there's th- these written words of blah, 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 that might give more context of X, Y, Z, like to just completely pretend those never exist, never tell anyone that they exist. Uh, when I say everyone, I'm talking like, you know, I went to church and a Christian school, like never heard of any of that stuff. Yeah, It just seems like it's too neat mm. in, a, in a society and like humans, like you were talking, like where it's like, it's a very dark past. Like we humans are, uh, by scripture, inherently evil. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah. the only way to like save ourselves is through God. So it's like if we already know that we're kind of set up to fail, so to speak. I don't know. I think it's worth having, like, just to talk through stuff and like to to think that that's taboo or to feel somehow guilty just even asking a question to yeah. me puts a bad taste in my mouth for something where it's like okay, so you have to tell me something, I have to believe you 100% completely, even though I would argue every other religion is the exact same way of, oh, no, we have the truth. Mm. Right. That's just wild to me. Um, but I don't know. No, it, it should be encouraged, right? Discussion should be encouraged, and that's and, and no matter what aspect it is, especially in something as important as trying to understand and figure out what, your soul eternity. Your soul, yeah, yeah like, these these insane, huge questions. So yeah, to, I, I, yeah, I, I I don't like that aspect of it as well. Like we you were saying before, oh, just have faith. Just you know, and I'm not look. If, obviously, faith this. plays a, an important great point. Like, but there's a difference between having blind faith and being inquisitive and curious. Like, you, there's room for both, right? And I don't think one should inhibit the other especially when you really think about it as like you know before they broke off from catholic church like that had to be inquisitive right like that had to be like wait a minute i don't necessarily agree with that yeah splinter yep and then splinter and splinter like but then again we come from a splinter of a splinter of a splinter so it's like that's fine but that but no more splintering like right like it's like that that i don't know like for for asking a question or just being curious yeah, uh, to somehow then have that, I don't want to be dramatic, be like, and thrown back in your face and, and demonized for it or whatever. But it's just like, it's a little hypocritical. It's a little bit uh, less, less than what I would expect from who, and I don't want to be like, like the good guys or like the, the one truth or whatever. Yeah. Like it's just like, right. I don't know. No, I, I agree. I think like, I don't want to feel guilty asking the question. That's yeah, all. 
No, like, that doesn't like, mean I don't. She, I'm not saved, or I don't believe in God. Especially as a kid, right? Yeah. Especially as a kid, right? It's very, un, you know, not satisfactory. Yeah. When you aren't able to, like, you know, I'd rather have someone say, "I don't know." Yeah. You know, hey, let's talk this through. Let's see. That's the beauty of it. That's what I love. Yep. It's just talking, talking it, you know, talking about it. It's like we get the PG version of the Bible in like yeah. Bible school. And like, granted, look, if you're six or seven or whatever, like, yes, I can understand where it's like, okay, here, Daniel <laughs> yeah. the Lions then or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. sure. Uh, like, here's Noah. He's coming out of the, uh, out of the whale. Um, <laughs> but understanding a lot of that behind the scenes stuff and a lot of like, yeah, well, you know, sure, David beat Goliath, but he also had it. He saw some naked chick on the top of a building was like, Oh, I want her, and then had her husband killed. Like I didn't hear that story until I was much, much, much older. I get it. There's a little, yeah. there's some dark stuff well, going I mean, on there, yeah. but like, there's there's some not great stuff in there. So like, if if a you're willing to eventually stuff. get around to that, like, yeah. why not just open it up and see what else there is? I'm not saying like go shopping around for a religion, even though I I do believe that everyone has to make that choice for themselves. Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We don't have to keep talking about it. I'm just like, it's just interesting that, that everyone is so, so, like, wars are fought, everything. You know, but it's just like, nobody really knows. No. If, you're, if you're being no. honest, nobody really knows. You have yeah. faith, which is completely fine and yeah. good, but you don't know. Like, we are being very, very judgmental and um, angry, <laughs> I would say, more often than not. For something that you don't like, you can't actually know for certain. Yeah. Having faith is not knowing for certain. That's right, the no. whole point of faith. Exactly. Right. So yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, <laughs> it, it's a it's a tough subject to tackle. But here's the thing: if my if my mom heard this, she would probably be upset. And I'm not trying to. Yeah, mine, mine too. Probably. Yeah, like it's, it, this isn't. A, I don't believe in Christianity. Or I don't believe yeah. in God. But it's just it's. I do. I I'm just such a firm believer in the pursuit of knowledge and growth. Mm-hmm. Where even as a species, you know, we still have a you know, ex, you know, unlimited potential theoretically, right? Yeah. And it, it's silly to limit ourselves that way, saying like, "Oh, this is it. This is right. We shouldn't pursue anything else. Just have blind faith." Like that's just such a limiting yeah. mindset. And it's the same thing where everything bad that happens in your life is could be God's way of trying to get you back on the right path. But then everything good and happening in your life, well, you better thank God for it. And it's, yeah, it, it's I mean, like, yes, yeah. I can, I can understand where the influence would come and, and things like that. But yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. It gets tough. It gets tough. Yeah. And we're, it's, it's going to get tougher and tougher. And it, as the society yeah. grows and changes and everything and like, yeah, things are going to get warped beyond what we knew 20 years ago or, you know, whatever. And it's just going to continue to get, and not warped as in like a bit like warped as in, you know, our kids, our grandkids, our great grandkids views are going to be like completely different than what we knew in 1990 or 2000. Or whatever. Exactly. And that's the beauty of it. Like you grow as a society yeah, and there's just a higher level of understanding. Like, you know, people talk about, for example, like, you know, there could be a day where we're able to communicate in some way with like animals and stuff, mm-hmm. right? And at that point, it's like, can we, 
eat them anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you might see a society where it's like everyone's a vegetarian. Yeah. Because now we, we can communicate with the cow. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think that's fair. It's like yeah, something today would seem preposterous. Mm-hmm. Could happen in the future. Like nobody knows. Well, where where did they pull the aliens out? Was that Spain? Over Mexico. The, over Mexico. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, all right, don't see those in the Bible <laughs> or or whatever. You know. So it's just like okay. that's fake, right? That's gotta be. It's gotta be fake. Yeah, it's gotta be. But fake. that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Because you have all the, it's it was the government, right? Yeah. Dude, when the government you have is all these through, governments pulling the alien stuff out. What the hell is actually going on? Yeah. Something huge is going on. <laughs> Right. That they're trying to distract us from, right? They, that popped up, and it was just bad. I think it was bad timing, but that was also the the. I think the same day the announcement of Biden's impeachment was was coming through. Oh, do you think it's just something like that? <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. If you're into conspiracy theories and stuff like that, but it's just like, man, I, I actually have a much more pessimistic view. Where it's like, no, they something huge is like, oh no, our uh, atmosphere is falling apart. <laughs> We just yeah. ran the numbers, guys. We're yeah, we, we are we, uh, building <laughs> spaceships right now underground. But uh, aliens, guys, look at I, this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so, dude, I I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> it's, like I, a, it's a Starfield situation. So it's a good transition. It's a great transition. But Starfield uh, wrecked the world in what fifty years? Yeah. So in Starfield, so I guess spoiler alert. Right, ending the theological yeah, we're ending discussion. Moving to Starfield. Uh, yeah. Because uh, we do want to talk about Starfield again. Because I've gotten a chance give, give to kind of play through like it and give it, it up, a yeah. yeah, give it a rating. So yeah, what happened in Starfield was it was what the war, the grav drives or whatever. Yeah, they found just like tech, right? Yeah. Like alien tech. Very similar to Mass Effect. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. A little bit more grounded, I guess. I think Mass Effect. I always talk about Mass Effect, but it just does such an amazing job. Like that, explaining it and kind of playing yeah. out what would happen in a scenario like that. Yeah. Now, of course, in Starfield, yeah, I guess you could say more grounded because there's no aliens. Mm-hmm. And like, we've never really seen aliens, theoretically. I'm just <laughs> so, so like, sick of like just artifacts. And Halo's the same way. It's like, oh, here's the artifact that we sometimes like here's the arc or here's the and it was like tuner, a, it here's was the whatever a, and yeah uh advanced society that had it yeah technically mass effect had the same thing yeah right? proteins but, yeah yeah but no because they thought the proteins built like the citadel and shit and the relays mass effect yeah. relays but it was the reapers another great example not to go back to theology but another great example of like People were so certain of this is this is yeah. the history. This right. is what happened. Yeah, just like the universe, just like oh, yep. this is the Big Bang. This is the, the, the thirty-eight billion years or whatever. This is it. like, and then twenty years from now, we're going to learn something else, and then suddenly all these it things all changes. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the day where we f- go to Mars. Yeah, find a mass relay. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's like everything changes, and that'd be you huge. Think. So, yeah. Anyways, Starfield. I, I really actually liked the main quest line. Now I know, like you know, technically it was you know not great. It's pretty boring, and the fact where like oh you just go here get get an artifact, yeah, rinse and repeat. But when they kind of uh, the what's it called the Starborn show up, mm-hmm. that's when it gets interesting. 
Yeah. So that was, I actually really liked that piece. Are we spoiling things? I don't even know if, if that's like a. I said spoiler warning. Oh, did you? Okay, I missed yeah. that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Starborn is like, that was cool. Yeah. When they start showing up and then get into that. Did you finish it or you still didn't kind of like complete it, complete it? I didn't complete it, complete it because I want to do like all the side content. Before you. Yeah. But I know where it's going. I mean, you kind of told me last time too, yeah, where it's sorry. like you, uh, I guess, go to a new universe. Yeah. And you just get more artifacts. Mm-hmm. Is there an end game though? Like, th- here's that, what I'm confused about. It. Here's what I'm confused about is they're searching for all these artifacts. Mm-hmm. And they're hopping universe to universe, getting all these artifacts. They're not hopping universes for the artifacts. Every universe has all the artifacts in them. Hmm. So then I'm confused. So how aren't so, the Starborn from a different universe? Yes. Okay. Um. So essentially, what happens is <clears throat> one Starborn wins, and so like. You go and you collect all the artifacts. Yeah. Again, huge spoilers. So hopefully people aren't coming back into this. But you collect all the artifacts. And that's why all the Starborn are like fighting each other and figuring it out. And it really just boils down to you have like the hunter and the, I don't even know, what's the other guy? Envoy or Envoy or something? Uh, Ambassador? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Then they're sometimes called Helix something or other. And like there's some weird stuff going on. But it's really just like these two entities, right? Yeah. And, you have all that and like it just continues to go, but like you collect all the artifacts and then you're the one that they, they give you the artifacts. So like, let's say you side, like you have to side with one of them uh, or you take them both on. I've never done that option yet, but you have to side with one of them. And the first time I sided with the quote unquote good guy, cause I don't know how far you were. like, you were right at the end. I sided with neither. So I'm right before I fight them. Okay. So then you'll have to tell me how that goes whenever you yeah. pull the trigger on it. But okay. Uh, I sided with the guy that, um, good guy, the good guy, yeah, yeah, the, the, the guy in white instead of the guy yeah, in black right. that was like, I want to kill everyone. Yep. Um, <laughs> but I sided with him, and you go through and everything, and and you fight the, uh, you fight through like, it's kind of like the first time you do it is interesting because you're fighting like all of these other starborn, and you're just mowing everyone down, and it's like, I want to say three or four like, big battles. Right. Yeah. You go through it all, and then you get to the very end, and it's like you, and then whoever you. So I, if I side with a good guy, the hunter's in front of me. He walks up, and you can either persuade him to just, hey, give me all the artifacts, which I've done every time because you can just boost your persuasion up, and you never have to do the end fight, just or you can fight him. Drink a gallon of wine. It's uh, the <laughs> I think it's like Paramore spray or something. It's like a twenty five percent boost oh, really? to your thing. So I'm just like, I they like stack? Like if you drink, I don't think they stack, they but stack. they stack with your current persuasion well, yeah, skill, exactly. which is like forty percent or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I just I'm, uh, they gives you all the artifacts, and then the the guy that you side with is like, okay, well this is my universe now. I'm staying here, and you are the starborn that goes through the universe and and the. Basically, you talk to yourself, uh, who, and then you hear yourself for the first time talking. And he's like, okay, hey, everything that was and is and could be, and very like timey-wimey stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you can either turn around and go back and just stay in your universe or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or you go forward, and it gives you your new game plus, resets the game, uh, where now you have your Starborn armor, which is better than any armor you could possibly get in the game. Uh, you get your Starborn ship. 
sort of ship that you see them flying around in. You have that now. Um, but it's only it's like an A-class ship or whatever. And then uh, you go to Constellation, like the the lodge. Yeah. And you have two options. One, you can tell them who you are and you skip the campaign. Or you can literally do the entire campaign again and see how that goes. So if you skip the campaign, then they say, oh, hey, go find these six artifacts. And that's literally it. And then you just grab the six artifacts and do that whole end sequence again and then jump to another universe and jump to So that's what I'm not understanding. So you're jumping universes to get more yeah. artifacts. Yeah. Well, no, not to get more, to complete the, the what is it, the Gravtron 9000, whatever it's called. The it's ar- like the... Armal- Armally? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The art of... The art of yeah, the Fis- thing. Fisser. The thing. Um, there's a complete one of those in everything, and that's when you... When Every you universe do it, is Yeah, whenever one. you com- complete it, and you use your grab jump, it w- essentially warps you to the, I don't know, the path where you just touch an orb, and it warps you to another universe. So that's what I don't get. Why? Why? To just reset the game and to try something new. Like, the, the thing that the annoyed Starboard, me... But, like, they were talking to me, and they're like, I've done this a thousand times, blah, blah, blah. You don't yeah. ever know. Yeah. So they're just jumping universes. They're... The Starborn that you see in your original playthrough yeah. are not the same Starborn in another universe. It's like... But they all know about... They don't all know about it. It's just by the time you get to it, that timeline... And this is where it gets... They have a lot of latitude on that kind of stuff, but it's just like the you you talk to another. I think it's the envoy. I don't know. That's that's how good the, the characters are. But the envoy and the, the hunter, or whatever the hunter that you like. Let's say you jump universe to universe two, and the way that you can tell is like whenever you do your save, it'll say Starborn one, Starborn two, Starborn three. Every time you jump universes, it'll tell you how many you've done. Yeah. So I'm Starborn four. I collect all the whatevers. I talk to the hunter and stuff. That hunter is not the same hunter that I met in the very first playthrough that I had, but it is a hunter that has jumped multiple, multiple, multiple times. So the thing is, um, that hunter has jumped through multiple universes and has been the Starborn that essentially, one, got all the artifacts himself and warped to another universe. And he just keeps doing it over Mm. and over again, just in perpetuity. So it's like if you have infinite people. Yeah. And you're it's a rock, paper, scissors tournament. Uh-huh. And you win, you go to the next round. Yeah. So he he's like won a couple times. But now he's up against you. And he's you win lose. and now he will he's never gone. jump again. Yeah. And whatever universe you meet him in, he's stuck in there forever. But now whenever you jump to another universe, there's another hunter that has won. Exactly. A thousand it's times. Like a, yeah. It's like a bracket. It's just, just infinite, never, yeah. never stopping. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like, it's, But again, I do not understand why they're doing it. I think it's just to, to rehash it. And I don't want to like spoil too, too much. And to be fair, I haven't seen a lot of it. But yeah. theoretically, as you jump universes, there will be different things that happen. Yeah. Um, so, for instance, the only unique one I've seen. So every time, this is why I actually stopped playing the game is because I've done it four times. Um, you can basically finish it in about two hours. You can get all the, because you just uh, speed, run it. speed run it and and essentially just like warp to, to each. Okay, I'm going to go to this planet. 
fast travel. You're literally right there. And after you do it a few times, because it's only a limited number of places, because it's always in like constellation bases that you have to pick up the artifacts. Yeah. So you know exactly where they are. They never change. So like the only thing that's different is sometimes there's a starborn there and a kill you. Sometimes there isn't, and it like takes like two shots. And he's, yeah. it's it, it gets old quick, right? Yeah. But uh, the one, and this is the one where my game bogged down. I got mad, but I open up the lodge because it's always like you open up the door and like you see them. But the one time I did it, it was all children. Now they're all wearing the uniform. So like Sarah looks like Sarah, but like just a blonde girl that's. 12 or 15 or whatever like i don't even say like 12 like they were young kids and it's all just like young kids right and it was like what and they're like oh who are you you know like it, it's not them but it's just like oh constellations no more they left a note and it's just like okay and like that was interesting to me i'm like okay what's different but then my game bugged out i had to reset it and then i started again and it was not the same mm. so like apparently there's that apparently there's one where um walter's like came up to them and was like super bloodthirsty evil dude. There's one where Andreja, Dreja or whatever um, hates you or something. It's just like, there are a lot of like interesting things, but that's where it goes into the, like the RNG part of it where it's just like, you might get a cool universe. Like that's enough to maybe like, well, I kind of want to try it. But the problem is after doing that first jump uh, and maybe this is just the underlying theme for um, just, Starfield in general is like you start to realize like nothing matters. So like now I'm starting to be like, oh, just because I want to get through it faster. Like the hunter is always like, ah, just killing people. I get what I want quicker. It kind of gets you there quicker. So like if if I'm looking at like how how can I get all these artifacts quickly, rather than sitting through a cutscene and talking to somebody, if you just attack them, it's like I can get to the end and jump to another universe faster. And you're you're getting this very detached. Uh, you as a gamer like as a player like you're just like that doesn't matter i'm just gonna murder like i it, one of them I, I murdered um the guy in the eye what's his name vladimir yeah where it's just like you can just attack him so like one playthrough i just killed him because i didn't want to have the conversation of of him another playthrough i just turned around and walked out without even talking to him so like there are these things uh and like the the dude in his little bar the collector or whatever yeah um you have these flashbacks and you go and you see him and stuff. And like, it gets to the point where like the first time you go and you talk to him and do different things. And like, you have to like kill him to steal his key or persuade him or whatever. But as I'm going like second, third, fourth playthrough, I'm like, I don't want to take the time, man. So the moment I t teleport into like that kind of canned scenario, guns out, pop him in the head. Like he doesn't even, he's like, Hey, and then just bam, just murder. Him. Like it literally starborn. Like as you play, it just teleport in, murder the guy, take his key, move on with zero thought. Uh, Cause like I had to stop and be like, Oh no, like what? that's crazy. But like zero thought to the consequences of that universe where it's like, you just murdered a prominent blah, 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 blah. People don't know who you are. Like whatever. You don't care because the yeah. moment you jump to the next universe, so it doesn't exist. And you're so detached. And like, that's a, to me, that's actually kind of cool ending where I'm like, I've done this four times already I'm quote-unquote bored, but can you imagine the Hunter and the, the Anvoli guy going through and like doing this for thousands of yeah. runs? Yeah. It's kind of a cool message. It's cool. But then, yeah, like the idea is you you pick a universe that you eventually are just like, I'm done. And then like that's your universe and you just stay there. But it's wild. Like it's, is, it's neat 
um, it's a cool way of like resetting the game and starting over where you keep all your skills and you have some badass armor and a ship that basically just takes on everything. But I don't know. You can't upgrade your ship, can't upgrade your armor. You can't change your appearance or do anything. Like you can take it off, but then why would why, you? Yeah, it's the best. It's like the armor is literally like your O2 depletes it minus 25%. Like I was so encumbered and I could just run like it was nothing. Like it didn't matter. Um, there you go. Yeah, like I could I could hold like 2,000 kilograms or whatever the weight is. And only then would it tick down like a normal encumbrance thing. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. I know I just essentially no. spoiled the entire ending, but that's what you're, yeah. I don't know if it's worth it or not, you know? Cause like, everything I want to check it out because I think we're going to have some key differences. You didn't romance anyone, right? Uh, I tried. Yeah. And not to completion apparently. Yeah. So I, I married Sarah and we actually kind of talked about like, Hey, are you going to come with me if I decided yeah. to jump? So that's a that might be a really interesting scenario if I'm bringing Sarah with me. I'll be interested if you get the option. If yeah. you could do that, that would be, be cool. That'd be really that'd cool. That'd be so cool. And now we just have like power couple. But what happens if she sees that would be see that would be she's gonna see really see, exactly. Uh, yeah. That's gonna be interesting. If they program it that way. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll see. What if she's like, I can't go with you? And then like, would you go? Like how attached to you are you? Oof. I mean, you got married. We did get married. Um that's a great question. Maybe my yeah. game ends right there because it's like, yeah. But that's awesome. That's such yeah, a exactly. cool, that's that cool. is cool. But that's so, so kind of to bring it back to the review, I thought the main story was actually really interesting. It gets Creative, there. right? In a way of, wow, this is a great concept for a new game plus. I just thought that was really fresh and new. Yeah. So I particularly enjoy that and enjoy hearing you talk about your experience and... Just to bring it back to the review itself, I mean, this is, you know, a Bethesda game through and through, which is what we've kind of been saying the entire time. And it doesn't change there. I mean, you really get a personalized experience through it. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of it, you know, eventually doesn't matter just because, like, the scale of some things or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever the case may be. I think a gripe is definitely, like, I wish... Nate was talking about this with me as well. Like, I wish your choices had more of an impact. Yeah, and it's hard not to compare it to Baldur's Gate because it came out right before, right. and they're both RPGs, of course. Like in Baldur's Gate, everything you do matters, and I think you were saying this exact thing, but I think it's worth emphasizing that like you can kill someone and you lose the quest line. Theoretically, Baldur's and I just and, watched a video on that where Baldur's Gate you could kill people, like you know the the party. That you have, like it, it, it very like act one, yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. before you go into act yeah. two or whatever. Spoilers ha- for uh, Baldur's Gate, as well, Sorry. I guess. <laughs> well, this is all spoilers, but like you yeah, have yeah. that big party and yeah. you have like the main guy that's like leading the the tieflings and, and everything. Yeah, if you kill him, which you absolutely can, the dude that was like training all the little kids takes over. You kill him, another chick that's apparently in act two comes in and is a stand-in for this. Right. And this guy was like, I wanted to see how far this went. And he saw everyone that was at the party by default, murders all of them. And every single person had a stand-in and had different people coming in where it's like they account for that. It might not completely change the the whole dynamic. You'd have to maybe even go further. Yeah. But like when you shoot someone in Starfield that shouldn't die, they just go down and then stand back up. Exactly. Like it's not, a, right. not an issue. That's what I'm saying too. And it's like, 
and everyone else stands around them. Like it, it takes you out of it. There'd be a really cool opportunity to have a situation where if you take out a leader or something of a faction, because Nate was telling me he was a he went through the pirate route. What? Yeah, right. And <laughs> he was a whatever a crimson. It's a, it's a cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like that, it's, that's it's, a, that was it might sweet. be one of the best ones. Because that's like yeah. the undercover one, right? Yeah. So I guess you... Well, it can be. It can be, exactly. So I guess you can side with them, right? Yeah. Which sounds exactly like a Nate thing. But he was saying like, oh, it really doesn't matter. Like, I can still join the UC. I can yep. still... And, and, the, and it's tough because you want to balance it where you want to be able to do everything. Sure. Because people like having that completionist nature of it. But there is something cool about like, oh, this is my personal tailored story. I am now a wanted pirate. But, I'm obviously not going to be able to come as, become a citizen. Um, you know, yeah. And, and but things. like in a game that lets you literally uh, not reset the universe, but jump to another universe where none of your past choices matter, but like you can still carry over yeah. some level of progress. Yeah. Why not take that extra step and why not say like, no, if you're a pirate and you're like making a name for yourself, which is kind of cool in its own right, right? Yeah, yeah. Of course you're not going to join the UC. Like you're not going to be able to join the police officers yeah. after murdering uh, yeah, all exactly. of their fleet, you exactly. know? Like take that extra step and yes. actually be like, no, like you locked yourself out. Like, sorry, like 100% agree. Yeah, and in Baldur's Gate, it does that. Like, sure. you can lock yourself out of things. Like, there are decisions you can make where your companions leave. Yeah. They're gone. Yep. I you murdered one of the ones that I was like, oh, I didn't realize she could be a companion or whatever because she was like the evil one chick. of the, yeah. She's great too, I heard. Like, if you, sure. Uh, but you Never have, to, given you an have option. to be bad. Yeah. yeah. But, anyways, well, I mean, yeah, you're talking about the party. You can literally side with the goblins. Yeah. And yeah. Murder them all. It's crazy. I mean, it's just the level, the scope of it is crazy. But what I'm saying is, I think there's definitely an opportunity there. But, you know, you go back to Bethesda games, it's always been that way. Like in Skyrim, you could do all of the organizations or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like you could be an assassin. You could go to the wizard college. And and I think there's a maybe not a large or there's there's enough people that want to have that experience that I think that's why they do it. But yeah, it's it's a tough line, right? Like you want you have the completionists; they want to do all of the factions, mm -hmm. and that makes sense. But I just think because you know I talk about immersion and all of that, I think there's an opportunity there. Like now, my storyline is I'm a pirate. Now I'm wanted. Now I can't even step foot on New Atlantis. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that that becomes really fascinating to me. Or where, there's like some side quest that you have to take where it's like uh, almost like the is it was the Gray Fox or whatever from. Oblivion is yeah. it Gray Fox? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Know. It's the mask you can put on. Yeah, do whatever you want. Right, and then it's like okay, but then as soon as you take it off, you're, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. It could be something along those lines where like maybe it is like okay, you're a disguised pirate, you're doing all that stuff, but then like as long as you don't use like the ship that you murdered everyone with, or right. as long as you don't, right. like, there are ways around it where yeah. like, you can still lead a double life. Could get a middle but you, ground, but that's yeah. another level of gameplay where it's like you have to be real careful because yeah. if you forget and like land go into a space with like your ship or whatever of course the entire place is going to try like you can't land there yeah so now i don't know exactly so yeah i think there's an opportunity for that um and i think you were talking about this last time as well where you know maybe dial back the scope so it can yeah. really focus a little bit more and there's just a, a little bit more life injected into it right where fast travel sucks 
Yeah, that takes me out of it a lot. The, the, the immersion the travels and like the the constant screen loading, yeah, is nuts. The immersion breaking is bad there, especially when you're talking about exploration. I mean, like you're showing No Man's Sky, which I still think is un, unfair comparison. I think they're definitely two different games. Um, Absolutely, yeah. But it's it's hard not to compare the two because obviously space exploration is the main part in both. Mm-hmm. And when you have one that's seamless, like you sent me a video the other day where you're flying into a planet. You're flying around the planet. Yep. You can go wherever. No loading screens. Right. And it's like, it's tough. I mean, it's, you know, it's tough to argue with that. Now, my argument is, let's see where Starfield is in seven years. Yeah. There could be a situation where you can do that in Starfield. I, I wouldn't put it past. I would, I would hope. But I also think, because they're like, oh, this is something that we're going to be doing for years to come and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Sure. I don't, I don't know if they'll do it, but modders might modders find a way. Will. I don't, so here's the thing with that. I do not consider modders the same level. Now, will I, will I say that Starfield is better than like No Man's Sky with mod? Sure. I'm, I'm not yeah. discounting that. Right. But to be fair, uh, you have to take the mods out of Starfield. And see what the actual development team sure. is putting into that versus what the development team for No Man's Sky put into it. Again, Apples and Oranges, not a fair comparison. I, I completely agree with you. Um, but like when the mods that are coming out are like, hey, you know that stupid, annoying like loading screen where every time you dock, you have to watch this like 30-second cutscene over yeah. and over and yeah. over. It's like, that's gone. You don't have to worry about that. Or it's faster or whatever. Or the menus don't have an animation I, every I time wish, that they do it. I wish... Th- like. You could have the loading screens, but I wish it was just maybe like a a better cutscene, I guess. Something. Right? Something. Anything. Like just Because you know what I hate is like every time I take off, it's like, oh, I see my ship taking off. Yeah. And it's like, well, why can't I just still be in first person and do that and have a loading screen, right? Uh, can't you? No, it always like oh, it always out. whenever you go into it first. I don't know. You and might then, have like to when I fast, tra- so and, and, and like when I fast travel, I don't know. I just think there's a better way to do it than just a loading screen. A thousand percent, right? Like, like but there, something. There's a loading screen, so like whenever you go into the, there's a million spaceports in No Man's Sky. Yeah, your ship, whenever you go close to it, it gets sucked into the spaceport, but it doesn't like fade to black or anything. You literally watch yourself go in turn around, land as other ships are coming in and landing and stuff, and you just get out of your ship and then walk around the spaceport yeah. and do everything you want. And yeah. when you're done, get in your ship, shoot out of the spaceport. Like, like there's got to be a way to seamless. do it where, you know, like on the classic uh, gaming thing that, that was happening for a while was like you would sneak through a crevice or whatever. But it's still in-game and there's not yeah, a black but loading screen. I don't, People complain about that, but I would much rather that than a loading screen. Like, I'm yeah. still in the game. I'm still immersed. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, Nathan Drake, there seems to be a lot of fucking yeah. caverns he has to yeah, <laughs> traverse. Yeah. I mean, even even God of War, it's like, man, you're really crouching down, yeah. crawling through this thing uh, with your kid like, for look, a while. I get it, but I, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't break my immersion. It's like it is we're still in it. extremely... Yeah. compartmentalized yes like to it to a staggering degree yeah. even within the city is a stagger like at least skyrim it's like you open a door a lot of the time now they they had that as well yeah but like loading times were much much faster like it's just yeah. it's it's a second too long it's like that's wild and then the fact that they come out and they're like oh these are the things that we want to uh patch in and it's like fov slider 
yeah. DLSS. <laughs> uh, a freaking uh, name a game in recent memory that the very first thing it tells you to do is like adjust the brightness. Yeah, and this game wild. doesn't have a contrast wild. adjuster. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's it's legitimately like this is the only game I can think of that specifically looks worse on an OLED panel. <laughs> like that's insane to me. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Yeah. No, it's fair. There's no black. There is not a there is not a black where the pixel is off. It is literally just this washed out gray green. Every time it fades out, it's literally just a gray screen. Yeah. That's in that and that's me being all like hoity toity with that kind of stuff. Fair. I think that's fair. I mean, that should be a standard if feature <laughs> that that is with launch. I mean, it's pretty unheard of, especially like a first person game not having the adjuster. Right. Like people were saying, I, I was getting dizzy or motion sickness yeah. because I couldn't adjust. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like... It'd be the same thing with motion blur. I, like, right. I told you that. Right. Like, that's not me just being like, oh, I get sick. It, it, it becomes like, an accessibility yeah. issue at that point. Yep. So yeah, that's wild. So yeah, I mean, the game has a lot of faults. I mean, we've talked talked through a lot of them. I do think it has a lot of great things in it. It's a classic Bethesda experience. And like you know, I was talking about with you, you can really craft your own story. There's so many different things you can just do in the game. Nate was showing me the ship that he built. It was yeah. so awesome. It's like triple decker, like yeah. this whole starship. He's like, oh, this is the mess hall. This is where we sleep. And it was so cool and intricate. You can, you have all the factions. You have uh, the uh, outpost building. I've seen some really cool outposts that people have built where they're connecting networks and they're just yeah. have a million people. It's like they have a whole organization set up, which is just super awesome. So there are just a lot of, I think, cool features in the game, and you can really just go as crazy as you want with a lot of them, which is a lot of fun. You can focus on the story if you want, and, and that's the beauty of Bethesda games, you, you know, especially in this one where you have various different systems and uh, kind of like mini games, I guess, or whatever. What would you call that? Like, uh, features, whatever. Yeah, like gameplay mechanics. Yeah, you're, mechanics. Yeah. So y- y- there's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Is kind of you know what I'm trying to to say. So like me, for example, I haven't gotten into like the customization stuff. I'm more of a story guy, right? So yeah. I really enjoy doing the factions and meeting the characters and all of that stuff. And I've been having a lot of fun with that. And I think you can craft your person really well. I think the RPG elements in that sense are really well done are you getting more um like a bet like are you trying to branch out your skills or are you just kind of like i eventually i had to branch out but it was you know i started very much i was a diplomat background i was a persuasion person yeah, you can remove those yeah yeah I, I i have empath you can remove it yeah you go to the doctors and he's like yeah yeah there's a pill i can take to make you a shitty fucking uncaring person <laughs> i was like wow that's wild yeah yeah, I, I thought that was a clever, a clever touch to to be able to at least still change. Like, yeah. you can really change your entire thing, your entire character yeah. at that point. Yeah, I also recommend uh, the best one I took was the parents. Mm-hmm. So awesome! They're yeah. super cool, and they will come visit you at the lodge. Sometimes when you're just exploring the I universe, I don't think you can get rid of those though. Right? Yes, you can. Can you? Yep. You can get rid of parents? Yep. You wow. you say I. I don't know how it functions, but you can say I can't because the downside to parents is you have to send them money every week, mm-hmm. which by the way, my dad's a professor and my mom's 
I feel like you got the something. wrong end of the deal. They on are well off. Yeah. They are well off. They, <laughs> they have a nice fine. apartment. I'm like, dude, you don't need my money. That's crazy. Yeah. They have like pensions. I'm like, dude, what is <laughs> happening? Anyways, I was like, guys, I have a mortgage. I yeah. can't. Like, it's not a lot of money, but it's like, 2%. I don't know. It's all right. I'm like just kicking them 500 credits yeah. a week or whatever, but they're so, they're so cool and supportive and they'll show up at times. They'll give you gifts and they'll talk through like, things that you're going through mm-hmm. and it's really cool. It's like, Oh dude, I just, you know, we saw you on the news, uh, talking down a, a bank robber or something. Yeah. And then you talk, you're talking about their dad. They're like freaking out. They're like, Oh my God. It's like, I don't know. It's cute and, and, and nice. I will say the one downside with that. I was super disappointed is I got married and they weren't there. Just, Oh yeah, that sucks. How could you not have that? You're not yeah, able to invite your parents. That's wild. I hated that. I was like, that sucks because I think I reached the end of their like thing stuff that they yeah. And I was like, like that's you can such see a the, the yeah. like the cogs. Yes. that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, you can see the cogs there. It was so awesome at first mm-hmm. when they had you know programmed. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, maybe I missed something. Maybe I missed something. Do you, uh, so I a, completed the the banker thing too. I was actually disappointed. It was like. Four missions, five missions, or whatever for Galbang. Yeah, I just hunted everyone no, down. No, as soon like, as I done. went back and yeah. he just stopped finished talking to me. it. I, I like I had one more. It? No, yeah, I, yeah. I was super bummed about that. Yeah, I was super. Bummed That's the thing that. is like you could push it so far, but then like you're you, eventually you're just done. I yeah, that's know. what I. That's, yeah, I mean, and like you have to. I get that. Like there, right. there is a a, a scope. But that that to could it. be a thing where you have the quest line. And then you're like the guy that go, they go to. You have like a position there or whatever. It just and, seems and, like a very it, easy regenerative quest. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. you have the, the structured ones and it could get crazy or whatever. Yeah. And then after that, you're just a part and they're, they, you're on their payroll. Yep. And they just give you a call every week. Just procedurally like, generated. Yeah. That could be so easy to be just RNG, right? Yep. I don't know. Missed opportunity there. Well, yeah. they did some good stuff too where like the... Did you do the distress call yet for like... Somebody was like, "Oh, the post is getting overrun by outlaws, that, or whatever." Oh, or not no, outlaws, I didn't do that. but whatever. It's like, "Hey, we help!" Like it, she sends the distress signal out, and then yeah. there's a whole quest line. Yeah, yeah. You did that, or no? Uh, no, I didn't do that one. But that's a good example of like at the end of it, and I think I mentioned this last week, where it's like they eventually just go away, and they do like a one line of like, "Well, we're going to the outer rim, or whatever." Yeah, it's yeah. Just you like, mentioned that, yeah. but at least that closure yeah it's closure. not just then hey dude remember this crazy thing that happened to us and you're like hi and then just like nothing yeah, like it's yeah, just like nothing. there's no additional thing yep again it's a video game i get that i'm not docking it was like a si- you know it was a side quest it was in yeah. one of the faction quests i get it but yeah i just wish there was a little bit more care attention to detail and that's like the big difference like Baldur's gate has that love and care mm-hmm. to every small insignificant detail and you can see that and in Starfield, I just think the scope's too large for them to to get that minute. If those it things was matter. jammed, packed, and large, that's one thing. Yes, but it's so. And Scarce. I don't think it, it came across in the video as sign of No Man's Sky. But like, even when you land on a planet and you open up your visor, there's literally like forty things around you. Yeah, and, and like maybe that's overwhelming, but that's like one planet of eighteen quintillion planets right. you can do. Or right. Whatever. Right. And granted, a lot of that is very open worlds kind of rehash things, but like the discovery aspect is night and day different than 
a Starfield thing. So yeah. like like I told you, I was I was going through No Man's Sky. I was going through uh, Cyberpunk. Down redownloaded that, and I was doing uh, some Baldur's Gate. Right? right, like in those three. Like as you're looking at like the different aspects of Starfield, like you have like okay, like your space exploration and your st- like s- spacefaring stuff or whatever, and then you have like the RPG part of it, and then you have the uh, like let's call it like the combat or even like the integrated stuff. Like I was shocked at how seamless Cyberpunk was when you're talking to people, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, like they, it's not like they have to robotically stop what they are doing and turn and face you, and then you have to hit the button again to talk to yeah. them and stuff like that, like. I didn't realize I don't know they, how much that annoyed me yeah. until going back to something like Cyberpunk and being yeah. like, dude, this, it feels organic. It feels natural. I think natural. they do, it, it, that might be a thing where that's just a Bethesda thing at this point where it's yeah, kind of like a, look, a classic. But I thing. feel, and maybe I'm misremembering. It doesn't but bother Skyrim me though as much. Skyrim didn't do that. That's a fallout thing. Yeah, and that's it's, a fallout. Uh, well, Skyrim does do it actually. Skyrim does do it actually. But you can walk away though. Like right, you can. Uh, it was different. It was different. Dip, mm, let me think. Now I'm not remembering. I have to go back. I almost downloaded I Skyrim thought, again just to try it. I don't think. No, it does do that because like when you're fucking around in White Run, the guard will come up and your camera will just turn. Like I think that's if pause. you're locked out though, right? Or it's not. Maybe it's not like you fade in. You have the bokeh and everything. It's it's a little bit more in. The environment, maybe it's not yeah, as. I like, now I have to in. go back and play. I, just, I can't. I'm conflating everything. I know definitely Fallout is the same. Yeah, I don't remember if Skyrim, or the Elder Scrolls games are. I thought they I mean, were. It's not but, inherently bad because yeah. technically Baldur's Gate does the same thing, but Baldur's Gate just seems more organic. You have other people in there, like Baldur's Gate's more of a Mass Effect style, or. Yeah, Star Wars style, well, where yeah, where it's like it's I mean? a little bit more involved. Uh, my it's thing more is, involved. I don't know how do I. I don't even know how I describe it, but it's. Uh, so you, I thought you know about this. I, mean, I wrote it down, okay. and in the way that I thought about it was, Starborn come in, start shooting up the place. Yeah, that's wild, right? Yeah, and then you have to go to every individual member of constellation hey that was pretty crazy how do you feel hey that was pretty (laughs) crazy how do you feel you would think that it would be like a a group session of like holy crap what just happened and then sometimes you you do get that but sometimes you do get that very rarely why do you have to have the individual conversation like if if a if they have a specific thing that's like unique to it just felt very like you're having the exact same conversation and technically mass effect had some of that but again, Mass Effect was how many years old? I feel like the, the, the problem I have with Starfield in general is there's not, you don't see an evolution. But even in Mass Effect, you, like, let's think back to Mass Effect 1, where you, there was this thing where you would complete a mission, everyone would go to the conference room, yeah, fair. and you're talking to the group. Yeah. And yeah, you'd be addressing individual people, but that's like supernatural. It's like, yeah, not supernatural, but super, comma, yeah. natural and natural <laughs> uh it's very natural where yeah but you're addressing the group it's not a one-on-one you know so you, yeah. like there were there were, were a ton of instances like that for sure so maybe not a ton but there were instances like that so yeah that's i think it comes down to starfield feels very dated yeah like it's it this game sh- and how feels like it's in t- 2015 or something. And we're talking about a rating, right? So it's yeah. like when when you're talking about it feels dated, but this is the biggest game Microsoft is launching. 
like by yeah. far. Yeah, yeah. Most anticipated across the board. Like it's yes. just like this is. Yeah, you got to hang your hat on this thing. Yeah, and it's like it. It just it does feel dated. It feels <laughs> like they they made this game. It's an old Literally formula. seven years ago. Like it's, it's been a, one development. Seven years or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Eight eight years. Yeah. So uh, there you don't see the evolution there. And right. I understand games are hard and all this other stuff, but like at some point it's a dated formula. I mean, it's yeah. very Bethesda through and through. And if you like Bethesda games, you're gonna like this game. So I enjoyed it. But yeah, it it was a little disappointing in the fact that we were anticipating the next step. Yeah. And how they innovate on it. And that's because it. And it just, we saw a cyberpunk and we exactly. saw yeah. Uh, yeah. a Baldur's Gate. And you you had right. this sense of like, I can come at this problem a million different ways. It's like, no, you can't. You can go, you can either persuade Cy- or attack. Not cyberpunk. Not I'm talking cyber- more Baldur's but, but Gate. Baldur's Gate, exactly. Yeah. It, it, and it was tough. It's just brutal for them because we just saw, yeah. you know, we might cyberpunk. be having a very different conversation if Baldur's Gate didn't come out this year. Cyberpunk looks good, but it also doesn't look as good as I thought I remembered cyberpunk looks great but the thing I love about cyberpunk is the city feels alive and dense and yeah and they just do such a great job with the atmosphere mm-hmm. where Starfield like New Atlantis and Night City is just like I think New n- Atlantis is a, a bad city like, yeah I think it sucks. it's the worst of the cities yeah. easily and that's your starting city that's that's mind-boggling that should be your the best yep the I mean first I guess one it's you the go easiest to. to maybe like walk around and find things, I guess. I don't know. Well, I'm very familiar with it now, for sure. I just say that you have to continuously go back. Like, and I it's just like fast super disconnected, the like the main port where you land and and walk around and then everything else is like above. I didn't even know. You can technically walk everywhere. It's a seamless city. But it, you wouldn't know it because it's even... Structurally, it's terrible. It's, it's, a, it's badly laid out. Yeah. And you, ha- like you just go to the tram because it's just like... And the tram is super super lazy transition too. Like know, you can't just have me going into the tram. Like, yeah, uh, I, know. I don't know. Anyways, that's immersion breaking. It breaks my immersion. But it just sounds like we're shitting on the game, though. I I actually think people were people were like review bombing this game. It's I don't think it's a bad game by it's any a, stretch. It's a good game. I think it's it does solid everything game. competently. Yes, but it does. I don't think it does anything Amazing. remarkable. Yeah. That's not, fair. not a single thing. But I love the game because I think A, you get the classic Bethesda experience where it's your personalized kind of story. And we were just trading stories back, like, oh, I did this. And you were telling me, oh, wow, well, I actually did this. And I think that's a lot of fun. And I'm telling you about, like, oh, these are the traits I picked. And here's how it, you know. And even yeah. today, we were talking about some things where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I did this thing. And oh, mine might be different because, you know, whatever. So I love that. That's great. I do think there are a ton of mechanics in the game where anyone can have fun. Like there's going to be people that just want to explore, scan planets, just super mm-hmm. chill, mine materials, yeah. whatever. There's going to be people that want to play the story like me. There's going to be people that spend hours in the spaceship. So I just think that's Fair. that's a great but thing to have where you're very versatile. It took me 35 levels though to get to be where like stealth is a viable and fun experience. I actually watched a video yesterday where this dude was like, is this game Dishonored 2? And he he had like max stealth and stuff and he's just yeah. eviscerating. And it's space. cool. And it's cool. So cool. He's going but invisible. But that takes a long he's, time to get to. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I think the progression is 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 rough, and we talked about this last week as well, where you can't fly certain ships, but you need a certain ship to beat the game, and it's like so. Then at the end, it's either you, you lucked out or now you're just grinding. you don't even get a stealth yeah. bar until you put it into stealth. Yeah, you, the jump pack is essential, and you don't get that to start. And stealth, you have to attack people yeah. to get it. Well, well yeah, we yeah. talked about that too, and so yeah, so some of that stuff. But I do think this game's good. I think it's a solid game. Least buggy Bethesda game of all time. I still, nice. I still think that's wild. Like it's yes, it is. And I will say that wild the more is in, uh, they, you have you to make that distinction. It's like, oh, you know, Bethesda games are they're full of jank uh, or whatever. Uh, it's like, say, yeah. yeah. Witcher's just as big as any of those games. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. I mean, granted, it has a I'm not saying it's perfect, but like Cyberpunk, like they you don't have to have like Cyberpunk had plenty of bugs yeah, too. Bugs. But I'm just saying, like, to to just to make that like, oh, it's the least buggy. Like, that's not a a praise. Like, a game should come out not buggy. Yes. No. Okay. That's fair. I I'm not yelling at you. I'm no, saying no, like no, that, no, that distinction yeah. was on every single review. Every single. Yeah. One. Okay. Maybe that's not a good way to phrase it. I, the game wasn't buggy for me. Largely, it's Largely. But once you start hopping universes, I just found more and more bugs. Yeah, like for whatever fair. reason. Yeah. That's how Bardo's Gate was too. Like Act One was perfection. Yeah, and, and then you get to Act Three, to get to the next one. it's yeah. like the bugs started showing up, yeah. and I was getting locked out of things. I was so that sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's just but no they they them. were very quick to patch a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and uh, well, yeah, they're yeah. on what patch three, four, four I yeah. think four or five now. So, um, anyways, I digress. Should we get to a score? Should we score it? Yeah. Yeah. What, I mean, what are you feeling? Okay. So, and maybe this is a good opportunity to talk about our scoring structure. We haven't scored something in a while. Mm-hmm. So the way our rating system works is it's zero through a hundred, but there's also different tiers. So if you go on our website, couchcompany.games, uh, you'll see, I think we still, we still have our list, right? Of the games yeah. we reviewed. Yep. Yeah. So you'll see our list. So we'll have a number mm-hmm. and Tyler had a nice little drawing of coins yeah. what do you call that like a image yeah a graphic <laughs> graphic thank you clip i couldn't art. think of the words anyways i was gonna say it's like uh, yikes <laughs> um anyway so there'll be a coin graphic and a color coded yeah which which represents each of our tiers so we have i believe what's the most bottom tier is it just nothing uh i think it's iron iron so it's iron yeah. bronze yeah. Silver, gold, platinum, diamond. Yeah, is the highest. Yeah, diamonds like a hundred at a hundred. Mm-hmm. Which so we were kind of discussing. You know, hey, maybe we should go into like what do the tiers represent? Now, initially, I think we landed on this because we tried to take a hybrid approach where you have a number score, mm-hmm. so you're very concrete in wh- where you think it is on the scale. But also, I think you kind of run into this issue where it's like, oh, we gave this an 88 and you gave this an 87. And, oh, you're saying this game's better than that game? And it kind of gets weird when you start doing those exact comparisons. So the tier kind of represents, you know, any of these games, it's kind of interchangeable. And the tier represents like a certain status of the game where like... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Which we... No, we we talked about that where it's like, do we... I I feel like we we should maybe... uh, solidify what each of those mean right, right so like right. I, iron is like just 
not worth playing. Like it's just it's bad. It's trash. Yeah. It either does not work. It's too many problems incapable. to save. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's dog shit. Okay. Um, and then on the, the other end of the spectrum is Diamond is perfect. Yeah. Now, do, will we ever give a perfect rating, though? So what's our philosophy on that? What's your philosophy on that? Can um, any game get a perfect? Do you have any games that have a Diamond status? Per- personally, uh I uh, so yeah I mean yeah like I I would I would give like if I had to give it like obviously we were talking like oh your top games or whatever yeah um for me it would be like like Arkham City I would give a, a diamond class to now again when we say perfect is it perfect like nothing can be perfect right so like right, you, right. you run into that thing yeah. but it's just like if you look at everything that comprises the game yeah and you can't if it, you can't find a fault to it. Like yeah. you can like you can like nitpick out of uh, oh I wish they brought in like for let's I'm Arkham City. I wish Spider-Man was a guest character. That's not <laughs> that's not you know you can't, you right. can't do stuff like right. that. Right. So it's just like when you look at the when it was played and all the time all the things that go into it and what it set out to do and achieve and all that stuff like it's just like you can't find fault with something. Yeah. I would consider that like a a perfect game. Yeah, like a perfect experience. Yeah. I think when I think of the diamond tier it's an all-time game. Yeah. It's in the conversation for best game of all time. Yeah. So that's the, how you get to the diamond. So it's going to be your Arkham City. I think that's fair. It's going to be like your Mario Odyssey, right? It's in the conversation. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's up there. It's a master class of execution. Um, and it has to, I, you know, do you feel like it has to change the genre, not change the genre, but like, you know, I think, you, I think it, it, it has to be like, oh, I really like third-person beat-em-ups. Yeah. What do I like? It's like, okay, here, that's like, here the you first go. One, yeah. So, like yeah. It just, I think that it needs to, it definitely needs to be in that conversation. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then we move down to Platinum. Yep. And that's just, again, it's, it's sort of, it's very similar mm-hmm. in the regard that's, you know, kind of like an all-time game, generational it's just like it. I would consider them almost identical. It's yeah. the difference is like these games you could point to like a th- so for Baldur's Gate is a perfect example, which yeah. I don't even think we scored Baldur's Gate yet. I put it on the uh, Notion board, but yeah, okay, not officially um, on, on. But air. that's a perfect example of like, hey, I don't like the controls and I don't like the inventory system. Yeah, right. Like there, there are some things that can that could be fixed about it and like if, if you want to talk about bugs and stuff later on which i didn't even get to that point yet that that was my grade that yeah. that would be a, a valid thing of yeah. like when when you're reviewing it, it's like hey this isn't perfect from a technical standpoint yeah. or something like right that. right um so i think that's that would be where that distinction is where like by all measures this will be a genre defining yeah you have to play this game type yeah. of thing right but it's not you know in quotations perfect okay yeah then you get to gold, and definitely there's some faults there, but I think it's it's an amazing game. Mm-hmm. It's a great game, uh, super fun, great experience. Might make your top ten to twenty five list. Yeah, I think. It, yeah, definitely. I, uh, it's not going to be at that top strata, but is that the word? Is that a word? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. Canopy. Thanks. Thanks for the con- what? Canopy. Canopy. Canopy layer. It's not at the top canopy layer. Yeah, if we're talking about rainforest, I'm I'm just throwing you off track. Sorry. No, I'm off. Um, but it's a great experience. 
Yeah. So it's like an amazing game. It's one of those things like, it, you know, we, we were just saying like, okay, it's like, a, it's a good game, great game, whatever. It's just like, it might not be as genre. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit more niche. Maybe it's more like, oh, well, this isn't for everybody, but it's a very good one of these type of thing. Like maybe it, it does everything competently, but not yeah. to an extent where it moves the needle in any meaningful way. Yeah. That's the distinction of gold versus something like silver, where it's, it's almost like both of them are good games, but one is like maybe more polished. And, I, and I view silver as like a solid game. Like it's a good game, solid. If, if you're that, looking for something new type of thing, yeah, like it's, it's like, ah, it you played all the good stuff. It's not a great game. It's, yeah. it's a good game. And that's just, there's a huge distinction there. You yeah. know, it's, it doesn't get you as excited as a gold. It's not as memorable as a gold game, but it's solid. Like, you know, you, you're going to have a fun time with it. It's something you recommend to someone who likes the genre, mm-hmm. who is maybe just looking, like you said, looking for something new. Yeah, yeah it does a couple of neat things. You know, we had some good times with it. So that's how I view silver. And then bronze is more to me like an eh game. So it's either yeah, like lackluster. A, you play it a night with the boys and, yeah. and never touch it again type of thing. Like back for blood. Is yeah. A solid bronze game. We had a couple Did we put his bronze. I think so. Okay. I would have at least. You don't have the the numbers on you, do you? I, yeah, I can pull them. Yeah, up. I just I was curious on like what what is that like a seventy five is bronze? I think it starts. Oh oh, our our scale, yeah yeah. Yeah, I think so, bronze is it just to give everyone kind of an, an idea for sure for sure. Is, so yeah, let me seventy five is let bronze. Me pull that up, but yeah, I think we gave uh, Back for Blood definitely a bronze because there were some cool moments. Top had, end bronze is the it's the best bronze you can get before crossing but into that. It fell apart really quick. We're like oh. Didn't we play this level before? Oh, didn't there's bugs going on? There's like you you remember that? Like we was, went back to the first level at the end of the game, and we're like, oh, it just cycles through. It's like like it was falling they, apart. They reuse a lot of stuff. You could start seeing the shortcuts put on. You could start seeing the RNG on favorite. there. A lot of a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. Uh, you could start seeing like the um, like the the difficulty was just like. Look, challenging people like challenging games, certain things, but there's some that are just like, dude, this is just stupid. Yeah. Like, it's like this is not, it's not fun challenging. It's just like annoying challenging. And there's like, there's a difference. Okay, so let's do this. So I'm gonna give you the the scale here. Yeah. And then how about we maybe just for context put a game that kind of represents each tier. Sure. I mean, we talked about diamond already. So okay, so ten through sixty five is iron. Yeah. Trash. So that would be a redfall. That'd be a redfall. Yeah, exactly. Like we played it. We we played it for a couple hours. We played three it hours for a night. Uh, but then I got zero progress and I yeah, lost everything. That was bad. So it's just like, oh, uh, you man. But it was also just like things didn't work. Buggy, not f- yeah, it wasn't fun. Yeah, and like the, the problem was, was like, bad when you truthfully didn't can't look tell the difference between is this bugged. Is this meant to be this way? Like, if you <laughs> truly can't tell the difference between that, like, yeah. it's a lost cause. It's lost. And I know that they're trying to, like, they're like, oh, we're still, pa- we're still, like, yeah, it's over. It's, you're not saving that game. Yeah. So 10 through 65, iron, a Redfall, perfect example. 66 through 75 is bronze. Yeah. And I think back for blood, 
is a good representation of that. Again, I like I think I enjoyed Bat for Blood a little bit more than you. I think yeah. it was it was a little bit more harking back to like a like a Left for Dead. Um but I, I would agree with you. Like it's not I consider it good. So I don't want to say bronze games are necessarily bad, but they were like nah. like it's I think it's, it's forgettable. A, yeah, it's yeah. A game. It's yeah. super forgettable. I mean we did play it yeah. several nights. We put some hours into it, but the wheels started falling off the more we played it. Like yeah, we saw more game breaking bugs. We saw the the uh, difficulty disparity was insane. Mm-hmm. Like where you it was, it was way too bad. easy. It was, it was or, not balanced well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Terribly balanced. The level design was lazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was a lot of things that kind of yeah. Like I said, the longer we were in it, it kind of went down for me. But there's some good moments in there, mm-hmm. and you can have some fun. So I think that represents bronze, you know, decently. Seventy six through eighty five silver. Mm-hmm. What do you think is a solid silver game? I, I actually, mean, I so I put Octopath and... right on the top of silver. I put it at like an 85. And the reason I did that is because it has a lot of amazing qualities to it. You know, the soundtrack's fantastic. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful looking game. I think the, the combat is fun and how they do that. The job system's really neat. The problem with that game is the story is super disconnected. Do, you know, doesn't really make sense. It's like eight disconnected stories that really detracts right. from it. Well, that, but that's a perfect example where it's like it, it might be competent in a lot of the like the mechanics and stuff that it does. But yes. if you're missing, and maybe this is a, another stipulation with Silver, is like it's competent, it's a good game, yeah. but you are missing these key things that then push it to the gold. Like it's like it's, it's and, and again, this was an 85 I gave it where it's yeah. right on the edge of that gold because I really do think you can consider it a great game, but there is just. Like if you have an RPG like that, your, your story needs to be a tighter. Some of the some of the other uh, silvers that we gave, like it takes two. It was it was yeah. it was good. Like it was it was fine. That one game of the year though, so we're actually pretty low on that compared to yeah. Others. I mean, look, that's why everyone has their own opinions, and I, we had fun with it. But what did we? I I forget what we really said. Why it didn't reach that gold status? I think. I think it started off really strong, right? It and started it off of, extremely strong. Yeah. And then, like, I think it was clever. Yeah. But it didn't do anything beyond just being, like, it's a competent I think it platformer. fell off hard. Yeah. And then the ending was, like, super kind of rushed, if I remember, and weird. Um, to be fair, so, like, Back for Blood was 75, but, like, Left for Dead, we gave a 78, the original one. Um, yeah. Among Us is in the silver tier. The original Portal is in the silver tier. Cyberpunk uh, is silver tier. Yeah. So it's just like it's it's one of those things like you do stuff. Now granted Cyberpunk probably went down a little lower because uh it was still buggy. I know you didn't have as much, but I'm sure yeah. I influenced on like on, if on it was that. me, it would have been gold. Yeah. Because my experience with it was great. Yeah. But you have to make those considerations. It's tough too, because like some of those games are older. Mm-hmm. So I think you know, like a portal one back in the day was amazing, but now we're viewing it from a different scope, so right. I think going forward it's going to be nice because you know we're playing them in modern time, and yeah, then they're and like it, locked it evolves. in. We yeah. evolve, they, right. they, games evolve, like right. it's, yeah. So and then the gold tier is eighty six to ninety five. Yeah. Um. So that's your Left 4 Dead two. Yeah. That's your Vampire Survivors. That's wow. your Vampire Survivors. Yeah, but that's Vampire Survivor. We give it eighty eight. Eighty eight. Yeah. yeah. I think a, but that's a genre defining. It is. Like it, it created a genre. It, yeah. It. It's a great game. Uh, <laughs> your Bloons TD6, your Borderlands 2. This is great. Yeah. Yeah, we gave Borderlands 2 a gold tier. I think that's a solid representation. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, you're great games. You recommend them to the boys. Uh, they're just a great time, but yep. they do have issues. There are some yeah. pretty. I mean, pretty they, clear. Look, it gets repetitive. It gets there. There are some uh, glitches with it. There's only so many, you know, times you can kill a certain boss before it's like okay. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, ninety six to ninety nine plat. Other than yet, let you know. I mean, like a Baldur's Gate three Baldur's is going to be there, be, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's just be honest with it. So that's like it just depends on how high we give it. Yeah, it's either going to be that or I guess I already put my rating in Notion. Yeah. So so did I. I don't but we're on Starfield it. right now, so I don't want to exactly. But and then a hundred we talked about a little bit. Yeah. So that's the diamond. That's like your Arkham City. That's like your Mario yeah. Odyssey. Your God of War twenty eighteen. Basically, you have your five tiers yeah and then you're you just nitpick in between to try to yeah. give it a little love or less love or it's like hey you, you we're, we're putting you in bronze but you're like the best bronze yeah exactly and it's like you can kind of like i said they're almost interchangeable where it's like you know we're comparing two silver games it's like yeah someone else might put this game above the other one but it's in the same tier you can talk yeah. about it in the same breath yeah like the best silver versus the worst gold right could depending on the day maybe flip exactly yeah. exactly uh so keeping that in mind i was thinking long and hard about starfield and i think people give it a worse rap than it is i think it does a lot of things well mm -hmm. i think it is a fun experience i think there are definitely glaring problems with it but it, it is a good enough experience that I would recommend it to people, and I think you can get a lot out of it. So where I landed personally, I couldn't get it to gold, but I was at the top of silver tier, so I gave it like an 85. Gotcha. I, I do think there's a, you know, there's a really fun experience, and it depends what type of player you are, of course, too, right? But for the right person, they, they could really love this game so i think last week i was talking where i'm like i was sitting at like a 79 yeah and that was because i just came off of like two literal game breaking bugs where i had to restart and lose progress and stuff yep um i think the new game plus system is interesting i think it gives you a cool way to continue that like if you really love that game and you're just like i want to reset it but i don't want to like reset it reset it i think that's a, a nice solve um yeah. for that kind of stuff and by all accounts, there are some really cool things that you could discover at the end, yeah. uh, and but it's completely random, and who knows how many times you have to do it to to actually start seeing the cool stuff. It's not like a predetermined, oh, on the fifth regen, you're going to get this, and on the sixth one, you're going to get this, and this, and this, and then after 100, you're going to get this thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I originally I was on 79. Once I beat the game and started kind of like seeing where that went... Um, I was starting to creep into the the 80s, but the more I look at it, the more it's like I, I agree with you. Definitely not gold. Um, I can I can see it in silver for sure. the The problem I have is I can't think of a mechanic in Starfield. I can't think of something that Starfield does better than anyone else. Right. I can't do it. Right. And and I and I try. I was writing down. I was telling you. I was like I was writing down notes, playing these other games just to make sure. Like, am I misremembering? Am, am, am I making this way higher than it is? But like. Going into all those other games was an instant like, man, they just nailed this part. Or yeah. like you know, like with your Baldur's Gate and your decisions and the choices matter, and your Cyberpunk with the immersion and the No Man's Sky with like just the exploration and the discovery and the space sim part. Yeah, yeah No Man's Sky, not a great story. It's not good. And like, but like, I thought Starfield Combat was good, 
And then you go back to cyberpunk and it's just like, oh, this sounds better and it's crisper. And it's not like, oh, if you you fire, sometimes you just miss. You know, like there is that level of like in, in Starfield, like depending on your weapon proficiency and stuff, like sometimes you maybe don't hit a shot that you really should have type of thing. Mm. Where Cyberpunk, it's it doesn't give you that. It's just Cyberpunk is going to be crisp. You're going to do the combat. It's just sometimes you might get crits more or well, something like that. And Cyberpunk too, I played a sneaky archer, which is my yeah. favorite thing to do. Sure. Which you can't really do, like you said, in Starfield. To to pretty beefy. Mm-hmm. And wow, does it feel so much better in Cyberpunk? Yeah. Where you're just getting a headshot. And, and, and I didn't, head just I didn't even off. really like this the uh, sneaky bit. Like it might kind of redo of. Cyberpunk, I'm like, I'm not doing stealth at all. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to go in and just guns blazing, but play it as like a shooter type of thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, like, that's the thing is like, even Cyberpunk, I think they have flaws on this, like the stealth system, but still leaps and bounds better. So, so it's better. just like, yeah. that's the thing I'm struggling with with Starfield is there, there just isn't something that I can point to that says, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that. I, I think there are cool things. There are, I'm sorry. There are cool things, but not, they, they don't but do not anything remarkable yeah. enough to be like, this is better. Like, yeah. the, the space building, definitely better than No Man's Sky. Yep. The, the idea of like your house and your fleet and your flying and all that, like all that stuff just feels better. Right. Um, right. And you keep it more connected. Like, you have 18 quintillion planets. If you find a world that you really like, you can literally build a base wherever you want, put a teleporter on, and now you're instantly connected to all your other bases, however you want to do it. Like, they're just, anyway, there are benefits there. Um, so, anyway, all that being said, I like, I, I'm still pretty on the low, like, I'm on like the 80 scale of it. So, I know we have like a five point disparity there. That's in the middle of silver, though. That's right in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, really, it just comes down to like the cleverness of the campaign. Like, I think the, the campaign got there. Like, I would much rather have a campaign be a boring, a main campaign, be kind of boring up front, but then end really well, mm. than vice versa, and yeah. can't stick the landing. Yep. I think it actually Agreed. stuck the landing pretty well, Yeah. Um, at least the first time you play it. Now, the problem is, every time you jump, um, you have to go through that whole end sequence again, yeah. the exact same way. Yeah. So, like, I got to the point where, like, I was running through that thing in maybe, like, 90 minutes. Like, I, I could truck it. And, and the problem is every time you restart, you get a random weapon. So if you luck out and you get like, I've, I had one playthrough where I just started with a knife and I didn't have anything. So like, then you start getting into like a really kind of roguelite, like you can't afford to take a hit. So like, I'm like stabbing people and taking their weapon, shooting it and stuff. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. But also it's all RNG. Like it's not, you know, so anyway, um, between for five points though. So I'm at 80, you're 85. Yeah. Um, one of the things too is like, are we considering mods at all? That's tough. I mean, because I know you like, don't, right? You can mod you it, but not even officially supported yet. Yeah, and it, and it's tough because this game is going to be just incredible once that becomes unleashed. I think it helps it, and and they're very intentional about it too. So I do think they deserve props because mm-hmm. they talk about it all the time how they're they're very pro modding and they give people to support that's very easy to mod and i think that's to be commended um but that's not coming till next year that's not coming till next year yeah right so here's here's my, my I, I wouldn't really i don't know i i didn't play with mods either so i guess my experience how i'm gonna rate it is without mods yeah and right i think now. that's fair yeah but i well, i just want to kind of voice it where it's like oh well if you play it with mods it's gonna be so much better yeah 
The yeah. problem that I have is all the mods I had and all the the, the highest rated mods are to fix things of yeah. like this inventory system is much better. Yeah. All these boring animations where you have to hit the menu and it takes like three seconds just to get to where you can move. Yeah. Or, oh, you want to hold tab to go back, but you have to do it like twice a lot for some reason. Yeah. All of that being fixed, then I can start being like, okay, 81, 82. But it's crazy that those type of things where it's a slog is such an impact on the score. So I don't know. I, I just wanted to point it out there. Like, yes, technically you can make the game slightly, I consider better with mods, but not like Skyrim. It was, oh, this looks completely different. Yeah. This looks gorgeous. It, yeah. This is like insane. Oh, you have like a weather system where like now there's like a survival mechanic, which wasn't But, but in it'll there get stuff. there. But it'll get there. 100%. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, like what was the first week of Skyrim mod? I mean, you you'd have to go back so and see. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't think I think we romanticize that because I'm we see where sure. it's at now. I'm sure and there was I, a lot of I'm bug fixes. Really excited to where I think Starfield will be a solid gold tier game. Give it a couple years. Creative mods. I mean, I can't even fathom what they're going to do with it. I think there's just and the potential is because like it's like super empty, right? That's like one yeah. of the complaints. Yep, that can be fixed given enough time my my only counter to that is yes with mods i don't think that bethesda will right. get there right i think the community could and that's like kind of lazy on their part because they yeah. know people will do it for them oh we don't yeah we're not we don't need an fov slider right mods will get there like come yeah. on come on yeah so okay so where did you end up officially Officially, I'm still 80. Uh, yeah, I got to actually okay. look because I, I think at one point I had 81 and then I had another uh, bug break and I was like, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah back just 80. back down. I'm very volatile when it comes to that. 80 is a solid silver tier. So it's, a, yeah. you know, that's a solid yeah. game. Uh, let's see here. Starfield. Uh, I give it an 80. Yeah. Okay. You got an 85. I can put that in for you. Right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if I put it in yet. So, I mean, well, that's the question, right? So, like, do we want to say 83 split the difference? Like, I'd, I would yeah, go up think, three points, you, you go down two? Yeah. It, or we could go 82. How do I you mean, feel? Like, what do you feel passionate about the one point difference? I don't feel passionate, but that's here's my thing is I don't feel passionate about this game. Like, I already have it uninstalled. Yeah. Like, I just, I, it was like, I put 50 hours into the game. Yeah. Do I think that it like valued my time as much? Like am I, if you go back, like you go through neon city, you do all those things. Like, are you, if you universe hop, are you ever going to want to go around and give all the vendors flyers again? Are you going to want to go around? And maybe that's, right. that's not fair, but like, it's just like, even at the end of like, okay, here's this new game plus this aha moment. It's like, yeah, but I don't want to go get this, girl a coffee or I don't want to go get this woman a, like get her stuff out of impound or whatever it's just like I, I right. don't know it's just like yeah, it's fine no um, I'm with you uh, yeah we can call it 83 I think that's fine yeah it's a like look it's a good game I think that like especially if you have game pass there's no reason not to play it and that factored into my 85 as well because we talk about value a lot and I, I was flirting with a gold here because if you just think about it, ten dollars. What? What an amazing! You get yeah, so well, many things. Look, I I want to say No Man's Sky is also in Game Pass. Yeah, but, I'm, but I'm No Man's Sky is certain. also a great game. I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from No Man's Sky. I'm no, just no, no, simply no, not saying at all. that like 
man, this is a triple A big title on Game Pass. That's awesome that I can just I and and it and it does factor into my score to some degree. Should it though? I think would be my I question. I think it has to. Yeah. See, I because let's think about if a game came out and it was like thirty dollars, mm-hmm. you're going to rate it differently than a than a seventy dollar game. Because what value? What am I getting? But it but it is for yeah. Because that's not fair. Like balloons is rated so highly for us. Yeah, large part because it has so much to do, fun experience at the price point. Would balloons be in the gold tier if it was a seventy dollars game? There's not a chance in this. You world. want to spend seventy dollars on balloons? I I might, but I didn't have to. I spent like one. Fair. No, that's fair. And that's I guess, incredible. So I, I guess my only counter to that would be, and literally what I just said is because like No Man's Sky. I don't know if I would spend seventy dollars on balloons. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah, but it's really it's, it's so really fun. fun. It's uh, so fun. My my only counter to that is yes, Starfield is a good game on Game Pass that you can play. Yes, but to then like you can also play No Man's Sky, which has seven years of development behind it or whatever of of improvements and revamps and different things like that. If you want the space sim, right? It you also have tons of other AAA awesome titles to to play and stuff. So it's like it's one of those yes, Starfield is available should you want to play it. That that is a cool thing that you don't have to pay there's, the $70. There's now no reason not to play it. Well, what I'm saying is if there are other games that I think are better games on Game Pass to play where it's like even if it's on Game Pass, is it going to out? Like, okay, frame it this way. I don't love the comparison because I'm thinking strictly from a value sense where I'm I'm paying ten dollars a month, right? And I'm I'm looking at it from a even even going with Game Pass, and it's like I'm in the mood for a space sim, right? Okay, and it's like cool. You could play Starfield. I think in its current state. I think No Man's Sky is a better space sim. They even have Everspace 2 on there that if you want more of an arcade, like actual just flying around and, and better that way. Right. If you want an RPG, again, well, I don't think Red Dead is on there anymore, but it's like you had Red Dead, you had Grand Theft Auto, you had every other Bethesda game. So it's like right. there are other options on there where even for a good, again, good value, is it enough for you to download Starfield over all the other titles that you do get with Game Pass as well? That would be my only like. No, I I got you, and I I think that's fair. But like I said, I'm just strictly talking. How much is this game? My only argument is I'm not gonna let that specific thing sway my score. Because if it did, then that would. I think it factors into my score. It's not the main driver, but I I just think it's impossible to separate that. Like, but you don't know the game. How do you how do you feel about that though? Like you don't actually. You buy the game and like yes, if it's if it's such a big epic that that you play, yeah, it, you know it's ten dollars if you play it in a month and you beat it in a month and it's like oh well, you. If got I that buy experience. the game on like Steam later down the line, did my saves save? Not to my knowledge. Yeah. Now I'm fun. not saying there's not a way to like port grab it, it and port it over. Yeah. Maybe because it, it. But if I buy it on Xbox, obviously it will. It will. Yeah, cloud save saves. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is interesting. I don't know. I mean, that's that's fair, but just I'm just a, saying I don't know if that should factor a, in as much. Yeah, no, that's I think that's fair. I feel com- comfortable at 85 personally. I just think yeah, that's where I landed on. And we we mentioned this where you're typically higher on 
You just enjoy life. I more. am. I, well, no, no, I don't <laughs> see that. I, I don't know. I'm like a sappy. Look how hard they tried, and yeah, they're doing their best, and everyone just. Do their best. But yeah, but if you want to start splitting hairs there, then it's like, dude, this is a triple A title for one of the biggest franchises ever. I had fun with it. I don't know. I, yeah. I had a great time and I'm still having a great time. I, I think I'm excited the, to play the, more of it this weekend. The pedigree, I, I think I expected more. I think it was a little disappointing, but I initially, when we first saw it, I think it's better than what we, because I was really down on it. And then I was really up on it after the last yeah. direct they had. And then I think it landed somewhere in the middle. I wonder if we never saw that other direct, if we just played it flipped with yeah. with zero expectation. Like, oh wow, this is actually a lot better. Yeah. It might be. It's all they might have. They yeah. might have bit themselves. Yeah, actually no, because that direct probably got a lot of more people to play it because they were like yeah. super excited. No, but. definitely. Okay, that was a long one. Yeah, but good good discussion. I I enjoy our chats. I'll probably saving top five for another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a good good time to end it. Yeah. But Starfield's a good game. Um, I had a lot of fun. I'm going to continue to play it. You could do worse than Starfield. A hundred percent. You could play Redfall. You could play Redfall. God. Uh, but yeah, that's it for us. If you made it this far, thanks for joining us. I hope, you know, you enjoyed our thoughts on Starfield and, and religion. Feel that, well, yeah. <laughs> feel that it was a fair rating saw some of our points there um but if you do want to check out our lists uh couchcompany.games we have a decent number of games rated there there was a time where we were kind of doing games every week maybe we should get back to something like that yeah. to have a catalog right of yeah like all the yeah, games yeah, yeah. we've kind of played at some i point. uh i have to make a decision today if we're doing squarespace or not because my 20 percent code expires <laughs> okay we will uh <laughs> You'll know by the time yeah, this comes out, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but couch, sure. it's still going to be the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. URL. Okay, so couchcompany.games, check it out there. Um, we have our game ratings. We have our top fives. Uh, Tyler has a really nice hi-fi rush. That review. one and done review. <laughs> it's a great review. Dude, I hate writing. Writing sucks. Writing sucks. Yeah. It's a great review. We should get back to doing reviews. Yeah. Uh, writing sucks. True. And that's about it. Twitter at couchcodegames. And. Uh, Awesome. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for joining us <laughs> on the couch. We'll see you same time, same place next week. 